0: Hey, is this thing on? Spit on the microphone. (laughs) Ha! Welcome to Successfully Screwed, a weekly podcast with Ashley Owens and Sarah Rosenberg. What the hell
1: is this about? I don't even know where I'm starting. Is that where I'm starting? Well, this is about how business owners screw up their fuck-ups. If you're a business owner, you know the definition of hard work, frustration, second-guessing, imposter syndrome, and
0: everything in between. And then you look around on social media or on CNBC and the success of others and you wonder,
1: damn, when is that going to happen for me? Will it ever happen for me? The hell am I doing wrong? And what the fuck am I doing wrong? Hey, guess what?
0: Everybody says that. There are a lot of other podcasts out there that are positively motivational.
1: Those are cool because they give you those warm, fuzzy woo hoo feelings. But the Successfully Screwed podcast takes a different approach to kicking you in the pants, to kicking you in the ass, in an attempt to motivate you to hang in there and keep grinding.
0: We talk about the fuck-ups and how successful entrepreneurs overcome them because that is its own kind of
1: motivation. We also give you that Freud factor.
0: God damn it.
1: Schadenfreude. Freud. Google it. On this episode, we talk to
0: Want to win some free things? Of course you do. You're an entrepreneur, probably making nothing. However, if you'd like to win some free things from the guests of this podcast, make sure you hashtag I listened while sharing this episode. You could be in the running for free consultations, some great resources, free books, whatever our guest decides to bring on, you have the chance of winning. So make sure at the end of this podcast, you share it. Hashtag I listened and the episode number. Sit back, relax, and wait every Sunday for the drawing. Welcome to the Successfully Screwed Podcast. I am your extrovert, Ashley Owens.
1: And I'm your introvert, Sarah Rosenberg, and I would like to point out that you said it right the first time. Uh, can we not bring
0: attention to it? <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah. I don't bring attention to it. Is that my low point for the week, screwing that up is- the title again? Probably. Steph, I'll probably mess up your name as well. <laughs>
1: Super easy. Stephanie.
0: Stephanie. <laughs> I don't know why the sponsors give me their 30-second pitch, and they're like, oh, we have, you know, it's some law firm that has, like, such a crazy last name that uh, I just <laughs> have no idea how it works. So, I don't know why I get this responsibility. Anyway, we have the beautiful and talented Stephanie Ball from Stephanie and Ball Consulting. And, um, Steph, I'm so glad you're here. You and I spoke a few weeks ago. Um, as I think, did you just move into Philadelphia? I did. I keep saying just,
2: but it's been almost a year. I moved here in January. <laughs> That's so exciting. How do you like Philly so far? I love it. I love it.
1: That's so nice to hear because some people just complain once they're here. So I'm glad you are not doing that. (laughs)
2: I was so pleasantly surprised. I mean, everybody's been so nice to me and so welcoming and It's been really a delight to live here so far. So I can't wait to see what else happens.
0: That's so exciting. The culture Mm -hmm. here and the food and the music and like everything was such a big deal for me. So I grew up in North Jersey and like the city was New York Uh and it was so tough because it was just, it was, I was a small fish in a very big pond and then everything just made sense in Philly because Mm -hmm. of how, like Yes, people are mean, but also people are super nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're super, ni- they're nicer here. So I got in and I was like, I moved into our neighborhood and it's in West Philly and, and certain areas of West Philly aren't so great. But when we moved here, it was so close to the. Is that so, your cat? Yeah. I'm trying to like cut him out. <laughs> 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 then,
2: that is my favorite.
1: I you. I swear to Christ. <laughs>
2: I thought I really thought it was a child.
1: I'm so I always sorry. I always think about <laughs> that too. Every
0: uh, I'm trying really hard not to be. Oh like, my god, that's so funny! And all he wants to do is eat, and I'm like, I already fed him. Like it's like a baby. uh It's a child. It's a or a dog. That's, that's amazing. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so sorry. Do you want to continue while I go yell at my cat? <laughs>
1: Yeah, we'll wait. I mean, <laughs> this, just, this just means the cat will be on the on the sharing episode. Yeah. Announcement. I think it was Sheldon Marchman's um
0: uh, episode where I was like, we should probably just do a giveaway. For, yeah. Like, who when can you hear
1: the cat? <laughs> let us know. <laughs>
0: Awesome. All right, Sarah, for the last episode, um, we went to you to start. So let me start with my low point.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Low point of the week is, I know we talk about this every week, so it shouldn't be a low point, but um, I have put work first before mental health and um, exercise. So that's not great. And I'm feeling it. And I've got to be somewhere on Saturday where I have to look pretty and I don't feel so pretty. So There is, you know, those things kind of pile up and, and I failed in the fact that I I made a goal and I did not succeed. So I'm trying to get better at that. And I showered, which is good today, but I was working since I actually slept in a little bit just because I was working so late last night. So working towards the next step. Sarah, what's your low point?
1: Low point. Well, for my ongoing saga of who I fire, (gasps) who'd you fire? You know, I finally the the person oh, yeah. that I was trying to fire for the past month Ooh. it came to a head, like a real head, and I wrote her a very nice email. It was nice. Ashley says it was, nice. <laughs> <laughs> it was and and I sent it before I. Could could send it to Ashley for approval because Ashley was wasn't left. around so I, I sent left. it first yeah. and yeah so um I got back a very short nasty message so yeah I think she's done <laughs> for everyone who kept asking me did you fire her yet yes I did done. that was my low point by the way because firing someone is really hard yeah. You don't want to have to do it, you just don't, but like do your fucking job, and then I won't have to fire you. There's a difference between letting go and laying off and firing because, and because you're not doing your job right,
0: but I think the way that you handled it and the amount of chances you gave and the amount of heads up you gave was way past the normal. So you know at that point as a as an employer, you were fed up. you were done. yeah, and I think you laid out the reasons very well as far as why, um, and I think that because of the lack of, people like to take advantage. And, unfortunately- and I think
1: that's what I didn't understand. Like sometimes I yeah. don't, I don't, like I, I second guess and I say, are you really taking advantage or is there something wrong in the way I'm communicating? Like I always blame it on myself. Like what am I doing wrong that you're not understanding what I want you to do?
0: That's good to self-check yourself that way because I think everybody has that moment of like, oh shit, is this me? Yeah. But I, I think it's healthy to self-check. And I think it's smart because if, from me yesterday, I was a raging bitch. <laughs> got some free shit, though. Um, <laughs> and so you have those moments, but, like, it's good to self-check. And I think I messaged you this morning. I was
1: like, I'm really sorry for being a twat yesterday.
0: You're like, you're fine. I'm like, no. <laughs> I really
1: wasn't. Yeah, I mean, you weren't, you weren't that way to me, and you got some free stuff. So, yay.
0: So, Stephanie,
1: please tell us who
0: you are, what you do, and why you're awesome. Oh, I love
2: that question. (laughs) So my name is Stephanie Ann Ball, and now I live in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and I am a high-performance consultant, which means I work with people and I help them figure out how they operate the best by uncovering all their natural strengths and gifts and that fun stuff so we can optimize their productivity and streamline their organizational system so people can start achieving their goals faster and more easily and have more time and more energy to just have more fun in life. Because it's no fun to be overwhelmed and stressed all the time. That's
0: awful. No, it is. How long have you been doing this?
2: I've been doing this for two and a half years wow. officially
0: oh can yeah. i tell you that like i go to events all the time and people have to give their 30 second pitch and people who have been in business longer than you can't fucking do their 30 second pitches <laughs> it's really refreshing i'm just gonna ah. be very aggressively complimentary because it's so goddamn refreshing thank, but, you. Yeah, thank you so tell so <laughs> your title yeah in general, what so, so explain your title one more time what's what's your title yeah i'm
2: a high performance consultant
0: i love that that's thank brilliant.
2: you i love it too Full disclosure: I have a fantastic business coach, and I was like going around and around and around with branding nice. for months. And finally, I was like, Ooh, "I can't. I don't know what I am. It's not this, but it's this, and it's sort of this." And he was like, "Stephanie, you're a high performance consultant. Just like chill out that's and do awesome. that." So,
0: yeah, ah, that's so exciting. Well, I could compliment you all day because I think you're lovely, but. I think. I want to hear about your low point. So what was your low point of either the week or the story you want to
1: tell us? Today? And I just want to point out before she oh. gets into our into her story that Stephanie is also a very talented singer-performer, right?
2: Yes. Yep. I'm a professional classical singer. So I do a little bit of opera and a little bit of oratorio, which is the fancy word for standing on stage with an orchestra and a choir and singing some big fun, dramatic stuff like The Messiah or Beethoven's Ninth Symphony, cool stuff like that.
1: That's cool. So I'm wondering, how does that, how does that tie into um, the high performance coaching stuff?
2: Yes. So to be able to do what I do and get on a stage and seeing it like it's like Olympic level singing, what opera singers do, because we typically do it unamplified. So be able to be able to sing at that volume over an orchestra for a really big space with like costumes and running around and crazy stuff and being nervous, you have to really be able to focus and zero in on a very, very specific goal. It's a lot like being an athlete. So athletes to talk about peak performance and things like that is very similar to that.
0: So there's so many moving parts that there. there's like yeah. you have to be organized, you have to be on check, your body, your mind, yep. everything has to be there because everybody's gonna know when you fuck up.
2: Yes, exactly. And that's the other side of it is when I'm off stage, I'm like running the business and I have to stay in good shape and I have to be able to do marketing and stuff. And there's a ton of moving parts. So it was a really natural progression to move from doing this for myself in an artistic capacity to teaching other people to do it outside of the arts.
0: And those skills are so transferable. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's brilliant. I used to do yeah. um, uh, plays in high school and in college and, and yeah. I was an actor for a little bit and like just those stage managers in general. Oh. Holy cow, The amount of, you have to be type <laughs> A and you have to be mean.
2: Stage You're- managers are like the most incredible people I have ever known, it's astounding. It's great to put up with.
0: But then there's a piece of that that you handle, which is just incredible. So I can absolutely see the the value add in both. I think that's brilliant. Oh, it's so exciting.
2: (laughs) I love it. I think it's great.
0: (laughs) Amazing. So tell me what your low point is.
2: Oh, my low point. So I got to go way back. Way, way back before. This business came to be. This is story time. Once upon a time, when I was a wee babe of a brand new baby opera singer and I was like fresh out of graduate school, and I did this big competition this is massive nationwide competition that a big opera company puts on and it 's like a four level situation, and it takes place in multiple districts and multiple states it 's huge it 's this huge thing, so I did it, and I did really well in the first round. I went in like super confident and just going, Wait, this is going to be fun." and I advanced past the first round. And I was super shocked yay. and I was yay, right? I know, you would think, yay. <laughs> but I remember the second they called my name as a winner, I was like, oh my gosh, I have to do it again. Oh no. <laughs> Which is like, not at all the kind of reaction that you would expect to have, right? So anyway, the next round comes along And I'd been meeting with all of these different teachers, you know, trying to strategize for the competition. And they all said, you have to start with this one aria. And I knew in my gut, I was like, but I don't want to start with that aria. I want to start with this aria that I like better. And it's going to be easier to sing because I'm not going to be super nervous. And they all said, no, 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 you have to start with this other one. Now, was this a
1: choice kind of situation where you could choose and you just had like your your teachers telling you like, this is what you're going to do?
2: So the way it works for a lot of things like this is you choose five pieces and you walk in and you say, these are the five pieces that I'm presenting. I would like to start with this one. And then they choose the second one. Got it. Yeah. So I wanted to offer something different, but I went with what everybody else said and chose something else. And of course I like totally choked. I was already nervous and I already wasn't super sure that this was what I wanted to be doing. And oh, it was bad. It was like, (laughs) (laughs) the kind of thing where I look back on it and I still
1: cringe right (laughs) you still cringe yes
2: it was so bad so anyway after that I had this Quarter life crisis. And I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? I can't, if I can't do this competition thing, how am I going to perform on bigger stages? And my technique is falling apart. And I made all the little, it was like a spiral. It was so bad. So, fortunately, right on time, I found a new voice teacher because my teacher that I had been working with retired. And I got connected to this woman named Carol Kirkpatrick, who lives in Denver, Colorado. I was living in St. Louis at the time for school. And she, <laughs> she, I sang one note for her on our first lesson and she goes, boy, you sound terrible. Why are you <gasps> singing like a little girl?
1: <laughs> Don't add insult to injury or anything. Uh-huh. So
0: you think. So, I, so oh, she's dead now, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: she's like. Is she died? This woman saved my life. She's like the best.
1: <laughs> that's a bumpy start though I oh, mean man.
2: yeah you'd think I would have run for the hills
1: yeah She's one of those right?
2: people you're like I need you to be the bitch of my life To yes get done. Yeah. exactly because yeah. at this point I was like uh, I don't know should I quit like what do I do well I don't know But she let me have it first. And then she was like, okay, first thing we need to do is totally retool your technique. And then second, we need to fix your mindset. Your mindset is all wrong for this. So we need to get you performing at the top of your game on stage and off stage. And she's the one who got me all obsessed with like business development and personal development and professional development and all this stuff. And she introduced me to all the ways that I could tap into these skills to actually do my job really well. Wow. Yeah. So that's the flip side from like totally falling flat on my face. Yeah. I was able to find this new cool opportunity and discover a totally different side of myself that I didn't know was there.
0: So with your business now, how are you, how are you taking, I mean, obviously what you learned from her and putting it into your business.
2: So I use all of the tools as far as organization and like strategy that I had to apply to myself and all of the mindset tools and the mindset coaching and things like that that I had to learn to get really good at being on stage. And I came up with a system that teaches other people to do the same things by focusing on stuff like creativity and productivity and time management and all of those cool things. I don't know if I answered your question. You
1: did. You, did. There, you had a question? Yeah. Can you just take take us back for a minute from mm-hmm. the time that you bombed at the competition? Yep. And got a new teacher who basically said, "Mm, yeah, you need to revamp this. Mm -hmm. Was there a fallback plan for you?
2: Um, No, I have never had a fallback plan, (laughs) which sounds like insane when I say it out loud. Coming from a person who works in the arts, I've never really had a fallback plan. I've just always made the plan work or adjusted the plan if i needed to adjust it yeah or added to the plan so yeah no fallback
0: plan i just kind
2: of go with it
0: <laughs> i think that's right you know when you know you're in the right place Yeah. you know you're in the right industry and somehow you're gonna make it work
1: yeah which is a good skill to have going with the flow is a really good skill to have and i, I think especially artists have to have that i mean You're going to hear no a lot. You're going to have that rejection. You're going to have people that don't like you or think you're good enough. So how would you suggest kind of dealing with that rejection and that no? Because as entrepreneurs, we hear that too.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's probably the biggest takeaway that I had from that moment of the competition. One of the biggest things that I realized looking back is that I ignored my own rules And I didn't listen to my gut when I should have listened to my gut and it just got right in my own way. And so now whenever I try to make any decisions or I go into any audition or like a sales call or whatever, I follow my gut and I just do the best that I know that I can do. And when I do that, then the rejection doesn't bother you so much anymore because you go, okay, well, I did my part. If they don't want to hire me for the role, or if they don't want to book a contract, whatever, then it's them and it's not me.
1: And you know you've done your stuff. Yes, You're exactly. part of it. It's,
0: yep. it's the mindset of being in an audition.
2: Yeah, for sure. it's as
0: soon as you go in, it's it's out of your hands.
2: Totally out of your hands. Yep. Yeah. It, you can, if you go in and know confidently that you knocked it out of the park, then that's all you can that's do. That's it. Yeah, you have to let it go at that point.
1: Mm-hmm. It's oh literally God. acting like a yeah. business owner.
2: <laughs> yes. Right? That's it.
1: I love it. It's the only part
0: of my education I use now. <laughs> and on that note, when we come back, we're going to take a quick break with Stephanie. When we come back, we're going to ask you the top three resources that you use, your giveaway, and our favorite fire questions. We'll be back. Same old thinking, same old results. We think all entrepreneurs need a helping hand to pick brains, a kick in the butt, a fresh set of eyes, a reality check, to bounce ideas off a third party. So you might need a successfully screwed support session. It's a get unstuck strategy. Having someone to not only discuss an issue going on in your business, but also having a neutral third party help to create a plan to move forward is so important our support sessions are typically one-time intense sit-down and when we're done you'll have a clear view of what the problem actually is a neutral unemotional outlook on your business a workable action plan to get you over the hump and back on track access to resources and professionals that can further provide you guidance relief in knowing you have a support and a plan to move forward and renewed excitement about your vision and business goals visit success voice group Podcast slash at a low point Welcome back to the Successfully Screwed Podcast with Ashley Owens and Sarah Rosenberg. We have Stephanie Ann Ball from Stephanie Ann Ball Consulting. Stephanie, so tell the people again your title one more time because I think it's brilliant. Yes, I'm a high-performance consultant. High-performance consultant. I need some high-performance consulting as I wake up. I don't even think <laughs> I have pants on. How do, you, how do you perform high when you just you don't know what day it is? <laughs> <laughs> you ask. You act. You act. Yes. <laughs> so Stephanie, I'm really interested with all of the things that you've learned from your experience, especially being in the arts. I mean, the, the art of taking rejection, the art of going in and giving it your all. What has been the top three resources that you have used that have been able to help with your own productivity?
2: I am a pen and paper planner person.
0: <laughs> Do you like I'm the alliterations? Really we yeah. Got nobody us, but Sarah and I freaked out because we were so happy about
2: that. I love them so much, and there are so many out there that I think that if that's a system that works for you, then you have to find the right kind of planner. I've been through so many. Some of them I love more than others, but uh, I think I'm actually going to design my own at some point. But yeah, I just I if I don't write it in my planner, then I it doesn't stick in my memory for one thing. But also, I really like the feeling of accomplishment when you can like, look at something that you did.
1: <laughs> and check it off.
2: Check it yeah. off. Check it off. <laughs> yes. So, so my, yeah, my planner and my little Sharpie pens that I love. Oh, um yeah.
0: yeah. <gasps> Sharpie pens. I'm Sharpie yes. pens. I love them. Yes. Um, there's a planner that we want to talk to you about. So there's oh. something called the Panda Planner. I love
2: the panda planner do you
0: love it because <laughs> i haven't used it yet but we actually they were a sponsor on one of our podcasts yeah one of our episodes and um our previous guests um tressa and chase from so clever candle they breathed and lived that every day they use yep. the Panda planner yep. sarah got one and i have one and sarah uses it and i'm attempting to it yep. was
1: just here it gives me a little bit of stress to use it because I go, oh my God, wait, I'm trying to get it. A... Because I go, oh my God, I have to fill up my panda planner, but I've been doing <laughs> it. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. It's okay. so a beautiful, so a planner, a pen yep. to paper, right? Yep. So what's the second resource?
2: Second resource, I um, also love to journal. So I journal every morning. I find some time to just be quiet. And I do a little bit of journaling because that's what gets my head clear and kind of gets me focused in the morning. I'm really big on morning routines and evening routines. Mm, yeah. That's how I get focused. And I have learned that if I, I guess this is my third resource is a morning and an evening routine. <laughs> we'll segue that's, right into that. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Because I have found for me personally, if I do not set up uh, an evening routine, then my morning routine, it, like it doesn't work. Great totally Falls
0: apart, so I have to have Agreed. both. Yeah. And oh then, man. Yep. Your and whole day gets messed up if there's yes. if, if you're like I don't know about you, but Sarah, I have a, I have a desk in my office, and like it has to be set up for the next day in order mm-hmm. for me to have the most productive day possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can make it work in the con- in the controlled chaos, but I need to have it visually. It needs to be clear. Yeah, totally. Are you ready for our favorite our favorite part of the podcast? I'm ready. It's called Rapid Fire Questions. questions. <laughs> rapid <Rabbit> Fire Questions. <laughs> Stephanie, as Rapid Fire Questions happens, you will get four questions. One from Sarah. We're going to ask them interchangeably. What you should know about these questions is that Sarah's questions are motivational, inspirational, and mine are stupid and silly. So when you answer these questions, do not think, just answer them right away. Sarah. You I love
1: it. First, All right, Stephanie, your first question is, what is your resiliency secret?
2: My resiliency secret, you got to know yourself inside and out. Mm -hmm. Know what, know all your little triggers, know what gets you off the rails, know what causes you to feel certain ways, know what causes you to react in certain ways, know your communication style. The better you know yourself and how you work, the easier it is to pick yourself up off the ground when things go wrong because you can flip it around so fast.
0: Perfect. Yeah. Love it. Next question. Which celebrity annoys you the most?
2: (gasps) Oh, this is a hard question.
0: (laughs) There are so many. There are so many people. (laughs)
2: Who annoys me? This is when I start to feel so old because I'm like, who's – who's popular now there's one there's one rapper see I don't even know his name like I don't even know how to answer
1: all right Stephanie next question in your opinion, what are the three traits that a successful entrepreneur needs to have?
2: Ooh, you need to have clarity about what it is that you want to accomplish. You need to be resilient. You said it already. You need to have very good communication skills.
1: Ooh, that's a good one. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone said that before. i <laughs> no? absolutely right.
0: Yeah. Oh, God. Yes, it is. It is very fucking important to have good communication skills. Yeah. All right. Last question: What is the one thing you own you wish you didn't?
2: You? I wish I did or I didn't. Did not. Oh, I have. <laughs> I have a like a secret stash of things that I have been given by a person whose name I'm not going to say.
0: We won't tell. <laughs> oh, just oh my god do you just collectively get it through holidays and family reunions and he just yeah. break the box oh my god yes
2: yes and i i feel i mean <laughs> they're all so like thoughtful and lovely and i'm like oh i can absolutely see why this person got this for me but
0: you'll never you know I mean. <laughs> can you give an example
2: um i have a lot of I have a very diverse collection of scarves, mm. which I love. I wear scarves all the time, but if you like see me in person a lot, all of my scarves, I wear a lot of big pashminas that are usually oh, yeah solid color or an animal yeah. print. Like I have a very, my scarves are all very on brand yeah. <laughs> and none of these
0: scarves. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just, it's, just, so it's just so bad. It's, it's so, just so it's bad. Like, yeah.
2: That's it's hilarious. really funny at this point. It's like, uh, yeah, they're really stacking up.
1: It's <laughs> so funny. Actually, one of the questions we should write on our question list yeah. is, what is the worst gift you've ever gotten? It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah.
0: Stephanie, I also, please tell the audience, what are you giving away to the audience today?
2: Yes. I love this. We are getting towards the end of the year which means soon it's going to be the holidays and soon it's going to be next year. And that's super scary. So I'm offering a free one hour strategy call session with me so people can get some expert eyes on how their systems are running in their, you know, how they're organizing things and how they're getting things done or not getting things done and trying to get projects together. Yeah, definitely get in touch with me and we can sit down and help you pull it together. So you and can rock out your fourth
0: quarter. Beautiful. And the way that you can win this is by hashtagging I listened, the episode number, and sharing this episode with your, with your audience, with your, your community, whatever it may be. And people, when you share, you get a chance to win this awesome three
1: pack prize. So I can <laughs> find-
0: So, Stephanie, thank you so much for being here today. Sarah, do you have any last
1: words? I do not, but thank you, Stephanie, for boiling it all down and um, helping us get through rejection.
2: Oh, you're welcome. This has been super fun. Thanks
0: for having me. Thank you. Thanks, Steph. All right, everybody, stay successful, stay screwed, and stay tuned.